Welcome back to the Coach Emery Show. I'm your host, Coach Emery, a.k.a. Emery McMillan. And today I have with me Sheena Felder. And Sheena is a life coach, a relationship coach. She is an awesome individual. She does a lot of things within Buffalo. If you're from Buffalo and you don't know Sheena, you must be under a rock. But um, I'm going to let her introduce herself, and I'm going to jump in with a bunch of questions like I always do. What's up? What's up? What's up? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I haven't been on a podcast. Well, that's not true. The beginning of the summer, I'm on another podcast. Okay, so thank you so much for having me. Um, so I am La Sheena, but I like Sheena because I think La is ghetto. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm Why'd Sheena. I never know that? Because <laughs> it's ghetto. Um <laughs> I am a divorced mother of two. I recently um, found my forever man and I am in a beautiful relationship. We just had our daughter. We have a blended family of six. So it's five boys and our daughter is the sixth. Um, so you already know what that's like, just crazy. Um, I am a certified relationship coach. I have done all of the steps that I teach my clients to go through. I have been the um, one who didn't know about loving herself, lack of self-worth. Um, I'm a certified ex-F girl. I don't know if you allow cursing because, you know, my mouth is bad. But yeah, no, don't say no shit like that. Okay. <laughs> Fuck it then. Um, <laughs> but yes, I have done all the things, been through all of the the levels of uh, from dating to jumping into a relationship to being married to divorce to re-entering the dating scene to um dating with a purpose to being you know having my happily ever after after so that's me wow full circle right there man yeah yeah <laughs> and i, I love things. that i love that transparency and i love that it it allows you to stand as a person of expertise in your field right a person yes. of you know it doesn't sound like there's much that someone could throw at you that you can't say this is how I personally navigated that space and I love that because you're very vocal um, about sharing the things that you know but yes. something that you do that interests me a lot and I don't know if it's intentionally psychological or if it's just to get people talking but you ask very interesting questions mm -hmm. and it's hard to know what angle you're asking a question from. <laughs> and I'm watch. I sit back and watch these questions, and I'm like, "Ooh, this one gonna get them." Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I want to know: is that like research that you're doing? So honestly, it's a little bit of everything. Like sometimes I'll just be sitting here and I'll be pondering, and I'm like, "Ooh, this is a good question, right?" And then other times I want to get people, you know, thinking because a lot of times when it comes to dating, it's, it's never us. It's always the other person. We can never do any wrong. Um, so accountability is a huge piece. So I ask the questions just to raise accountability and awareness. Um, Self-awareness is one of the things that I coach on and a lot of people lack it. So me asking these thought-provoking questions is really to, to open up about self-awareness for individuals. Um, and then the other end is sometimes it's really just gaining knowledge for myself because I understand that everyone has a different thought process and some people do things for who the hell knows why, right? So I ask the right. question to just get some insight because I don't want to 
come off to my clients like, oh, so everything is based off of just you. No, I want to get to understand other people and say, well, I've seen this perspective and I understand it. Right. I love that, man. So can you give me an example, like right now on the fly, like a question you would ask, um, just one of the or one of the questions that you have asked, so people can understand what I'm talking about. I'm on your page. I can get one myself, but I just want no. You. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with one because I'll be having them all in my head. So, um, I guess one would have to be. Oh, so a recent one. What do you bring to the table? So we always hear about uh, the table, the table, the table. Okay, so I'm like, okay, let's break this shit down. What the hell is the table? Okay, because right. I need to understand because right. everybody's per, um, perspective on what the table is is different, right? So most often I find that the table is usually the financial pieces that people bring and or the um, the the sexual pieces, right? So outside of those, because that's what people think relationships are made up of, right? What right. the hell do you bring? Because as I learned from divorce, you know, from being married to divorce to now being with um, my forever guy, I feel as though there were things that I learned in my marriage that I didn't think I was learning, if that makes sense, like air quotes. Um, I just felt like he couldn't, it couldn't be. It couldn't be, but I realized it wasn't that it couldn't be. It's just the person that I was with, I didn't want it to be. Right. Okay. So bringing pieces like sympathy or empathy, right? Um, Having that femininity because people don't think, you know, women, we're in a world now where every woman is not super feminine, but if that's you, do you bring that to the table? Right. Right. Um, But I just wanted people to start thinking because, you know, women always say, well, I am the table and I bring the dessert and I'm, I set it up and I'm, I'm the everything. Right. So now when I asked that question on Facebook, some men was like, I am the table, you know, regurgitating what they hear women say all the time. And right. then I've even seen women reply like, well, what does that mean? Exactly. Right. right. Like, let's right. talk about this. Yeah. Yeah. That's, a, that's such a, and I, I love when you do that because before so before let's let's a little bit of little black history for y'all um me and she didn't go way back like way way back way back like i don't know how i didn't know it was love but we gonna deal with that later um (laughs) you know what i think it is is because we knew each other from outside and it wasn't Mm -hmm. like school or work you know so we were kids you know so yeah. what maybe 14 15 so yeah we was young yeah yeah so so well, i would never say love so she dropped the love a long time ago y'all just see <laughs> right. she, she dropped the love like emancipation age so <laughs> <laughs> so but um the reason i said that is because i've known you for a very long time and we reconnected at a very pivotal point yeah. And 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 yeah. and you talked about one of those points when you were experiencing that that transition right from your your marriage and so I said that to say that I know a lot about how her mind works because we've had these conversations like before coaching was a thing we've been yes. doing this work before yes. this was a thing we've been doing this work like I've been mentoring and helping people for over 15 years she's been doing this work for years and years and years these titles just came after so yes. um yeah. this she knows what she's talking about and she knows that she's very and she's very transparent like Yes, we hadn't talked in like 10 years and we jumped right back in like we was talking all week like so um 
And I say that to say, if you're working with someone who actually has done the work, has taken the time to not just read a book about it, but really, really, really understand how you can be helped, they're going to ask you questions like that. And they ask you the question, not so you can have the right answer, but so you can understand that there's no right answer. Correct. Like Correct. the table conversation. What do you bring to the table? No one can tell you that. Right. One of my friends called me and she was upset, like, yo. And she's, you know, a very uh, prestigious person in the community. And she's like, yo, what does this even mean? And she sent me this long screenshot, like, yo, dude, can you break this down for me? Like, he asked me, what do I bring to the table? And I told her to tell him, I said, listen, if you have to ask me what I bring to the table, we shouldn't be at a table together. Because <laughs> that's the, we're in the phase of finding that out. That's what you find out, what somebody brings to your life. If I tell you what I think I bring to the table, you may meet me and engage with me and find out that I bring a whole different set of things Come to on. your life that you never thought about, but you based on what I tell you, that's not how this works. I find in you my own goal. Right. So the funny thing is there was somebody who stated, um, I asked the women the question first, and then I asked the guys when the women came to the table, when the women, excuse me, presented uh, answers to the question, one woman in particular was like, um, I know what I thought I brought to the table, but then I asked my husband, mm. right? So to me, that was very powerful because we can think we bring all of these things to this table, but right. what if we are bringing what we feel like is to the table, um, mirroring everything that our spouse may have. So right. that may mean they don't care about none of that, right? Exactly. So is that really bringing it to the table? Because the table that you might be setting, sitting down at Right. Maybe equipped with all of the things that you bring. I got all forks. <laughs> I got all, y'all all got forks. You got soup for dinner. What's y'all going to do with that? What are we doing with that? Come on, metaphors. Okay, what are we <laughs> doing with that? So it's really like, um, to me, just trying to get a person to think because we don't think. We just, oh, you know, we hear rap songs. We hear the lyrics from um, Cardi B and all of the, the greats, right? And we just jump on it. But it's like, no, after they done singing their songs and doing whatever they do, they going back to live a life. Right. To the table. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it so, is real. It's very real. And, so, and, I, and I ask you that question first because I want people to be able to, A, number one, if they are in a situation where they want to work with someone in a relationship space, I want them to see how your mind works. So I want this to be, you know, uh, I know how your mind works. And the people who are asking, you ask the questions too on Facebook, they may not know why you're asking these questions. I want to put you on blast to bring people to your business because they they really need to understand that you are in this space. You do yes. this work and you don't do anything. You're very, uh, the word going around now is intentional, but you're very thorough. You're Thank very you. thorough and things that move other people don't move you. And I know that about you. And it's like, yo, when you're moved to do something, that's because you've done your work. You've done your homework. So when you said, yo, this is what I'm about to do. I said, it's about to be dope. <laughs> it's about to be dope. So the funny thing is, I appreciate that. I really do. Um, but no one could ever prepare you for the work that you really have to put in. Right. So let me just just be real because you know I'm, I'm gonna give it to you right. um I really or let's just tell the listeners like okay the timeline so here it is 2022 mm -hmm. I think we've had this conversation back in 2018 maybe yep. 
right? And I didn't even go forward to even get my certification until 2020, right? And um, I didn't even really realize how serious it was or where I really needed to take it until 2021. <laughs> so it's like, it has been years, right? This is really like, I have been pregnant with this thought or this goal for a while. Right. And I want to say by 2023, I will be given birth, right? Because I'm, I've had a website, I have a website, but I'm revamping because you continue to learn and grow. And if you're not learning and growing, you're stagnant. There, there's, right. you might as well be dead, right? Um, I just said this on my encouragement corner. I do an encouragement corner every morning, um, excuse me, every Tuesday morning. And I listen to Les Brown. I, do you listen to him? Yes. Okay. So I listened to Les Brown and he said, you know, there's a lot of people that are dying at age 25, 30, 40, but we're not burying them until 65, 70. Yes. And that to me was like, come on, let's, it's people yeah. walking around here dead. Yes. And what I'm saying is there's so much life in me. There's so much, um, so many goals and aspirations. So for me to continue to put forth and, and educate myself on my goal, which is to really educate other people on relationships, because I really, you know, I'm a little funny when it comes to, I just want everybody to be happy and rainbows and, you know, <laughs> and, and cookies and cakes and pies, you know, but right. that's not, that's not reality, right. but that's what I want. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, but I, I love that though, because you, again, like I said, when, when you say something is going to be, it isn't always instant, right? It's not always instant, but I've not seen you say you're going to do something and not eventually see it come to life. And that's what I mean by your thorough, right? Yes. You were just yes. talking to me about the idea. We were just kicking it. I think we were in Fridays. We were in yes. Fridays kicking it. About yes. I think we both were alone. I was alone. Yeah. You were alone. We just started talking. Yeah. Yes. Like, yo, yes, I, yes, yes. when was the last time we saw it? So we, we just sitting there talking and we kind of caught up in that moment. And it was like yeah. 10 years worth of catching up in like 45 minutes. You know what's funny? I, I was actually learning to date myself mm. when we were talking. Yes, that was mm. good. Yes. See, I yes, was learning yes, to yes. get drunk. <laughs> no, you weren't. You were actually on your left. You had your left. Right. I don't play. <laughs> I mean, that, that was the second part of why we were there, but. Right, right, right. Why are you going to put me on blast? Okay, I wasn't getting drunk. I was working. I work everywhere, y'all. My laptop never. <laughs> yes, at the Oak Room, at, at the, the wherever. Yes, You'll be yes. wherever. If it was a seat and cheer, my bro was there. <laughs> yes, very true. Very true. I definitely went to some happy hours and was sipping on something while I'm working on something. Until the happy got hour. So yes. the happy got, yes. and I, and listen, as soon as my laptop closed, you know, I'm leaving within five minutes. So yep. it's over. You better get your drink now. <laughs> but, um, but no, but I, I really want people to understand, like, even in the transitional phase of what you're building, even in the, in the process of what you're building, that advice is potent, right? Yes. That mind is potent. That space is potent. So yes. uh, that leads me to a question. Are you currently taking clients? I am. So <clears throat> I do have clients. Um, I just started doing text coaching. Um, yeah, so a little trial run. And uh, how that goes is I usually meet with the client um, for at least 30 to 45 minutes in person first. 
because I want to get all of that energy. I want you to see my face. I want you to feel my energy. I want you to get how I am all about you. A lot of people, uh, uh, at least my clients say, you know, well, I went to therapy for so, you know, this amount of time and they weren't able to, and it's like, listen, because I'm all invested. I want right. to know, I want to be there. I'm your safe zone. You know what I'm saying? I was a bartender right. for years. I got all the secrets. Okay. Right. So drop them. Let me know what's going on because I, we are human. We've all done things that we're not proud of, gone through, you know, and when I say I've done all of the things, I've been the other woman, I've been, you know, the cheated on, I've been the ain't got no business. Um, <laughs> I've done it all. I like so, how you put that one. <laughs> I like that. Ain't got no business. Okay. I've done it all. So coming to me is just like, oh, I'm your coaching buddy. Come on, right. we're about to talk right. about this and unpack it. And it's not like we sipping tea because tea is always going to be around. I'm trying to impact lives. Yes. Let's change them. Let's find yes. out what you want to do and go after it because anything that you want is attainable as long as you are willing to put in the work. Yes. Period. So I want to, I want to call, I want to, I want to give a title to like people like you and I, right? So okay. You got law enforcement, you got the people you call in when something's going down, you got the police, you got yep. the FBI, you got the CIA, and then you got the Avengers, right? Yeah, we the Avengers. You call us in when you can't get it done with the normal routes you take. We we don't we don't do this just because we do this. We do this right. because of who we are, right? Yes. So when you're working with me, you're working with Sheena, you're gonna ask, you you may say y'all went to therapy and this 45-minute session unpacked so much more than my years of therapy or months of therapy because we are different yes we are doing this because we're different and yes. we want to help people understand that this ain't about how many sessions you can have this is about how, how much of a life change you can have how much of a transformation you can actually have and that word is thrown around a lot and I want to just let y'all know right now there's certain people who do this work because they don't have a choice but to do this work. It's in them there to do go. this work, not because they chose a career. This ain't no career. No, I'd sir. rather be doing something else. This but is my I can't. mission. This is my life mission right, <laughs> right here, brother. Right. I'd rather be doing something different, but I can't stop doing what I'm doing because this is what I'm called to do. So she, people like Sheena and myself, we have an understanding of who each other is. And that's why our friendship is so dope because I can see her every six months but I already know the conversation is going to be something that edifies me and edifies her in a way where we can go forward and continue to work and help y'all so um that's these are that's why I'm asking these questions because I'm I'm, I'm amping you up right now I'm leading up to something something big so okay hope you're ready. I'm with hope it. You're I'm ready. With <laughs> so um the next question I have for you is this now you said that you found your forever man right now mm -hmm. I don't want to dive too much into that because some people want to okay. show mine that have found their forever man but my question to you is this, when did you know that that was the one? So, cause that's a thing, right? So honey, listen. PG version. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Not the version you told me, PG version. Okay. So honestly, let's just say, first of all, I self-sabotaged and I tried to self-sabotage very hard cause I, I knew I wanted love, but what the hell did it look like? Right? right. So uh, something I say to my clients all the time, you out here looking for an Aquafina bottle, but you, how you know love ain't in no ginger ale. OK, right. so right. hence I say that because that's what it is. You're usually looking for something that you have dreamed up in your head. You've taken like a compilation of 
things that you've seen, right? From movies and, and all of the things. And when love drops at your doorstep, it's, it's totally different than what you think it's supposed to be. So for me, at first, I was just like, oh, okay. Crickets, right? Right. Okay. Uh, but he was doing all the things that I had always said that I wanted. And the initial feeling was to run because it was too good to be true. Right. It can't be, right? Because, oh my goodness, he's, oh, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop because he, something ain't right. It's going to drop. It ain't cool. I'm waiting. All of the things. <laughs> um, and then I actually had a coach without being my coach. Mm. My best friend who had been married at this time, 10 years to her friend, you know what I'm saying? She was just like, oh friend. no, this this is what it looks like. You heard what I said, right? To her, to her friend. friend. Wow, that's big. Okay. Um, she was like, this is what it looks like. She was like, no, not no grown man is gonna play himself out there like that, Sheena. And I'm like, you sure? <laughs> Let me call somebody maybe, else. <laughs> Cause I had honestly, I had done all the things, and I'm like, uh, karma is a B, and I know because I've had karma come against me because for the things that I have done. So I don't know if God really worked this quickly though. <laughs> Wait, you not? So I'm just Yo, like check my karma balance real quick. Let me, <laughs> yeah, let me is this for me, Lord? Let me talk to you real quick. It's me again, Sheena with the lie at the beginning anyway um so yeah it just seems so surreal but at the same time it was like this man is my friend I wasn't holding back anything right so it was like kind of like if I can let me pull out all the stops in the beginning though like I'm not gonna wait I'm just gonna pull him out because right. if he wants me he's gonna take all of me and right. I, I don't need to wait six months to start pulling out the stops because I'm not going to show up with no representative, right? So I was giving him sarcasm. I was ribbing on him, right? Just all of the things. I mean, I was honest about my past, where I was at, my journey. Right. Because I ain't got nothing to hide, okay? Because who I am is who I am. And that's all you're going to get because that's all I got to get. <laughs> so when he was accepting me, I'm like, oh. This is the man I asked God for in my journal, and then some. So in the you hear that in the journal. In my journal. In the journal. Mm-hmm. Because mm. I still got my journal. I could go back and pull it out. Mm. Okay. So yeah. so 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 uh, not to cut you off because I know no, you, you ain't done. I was done. You were done. Yeah. Y'all gonna have to pay for the rest of it, I guess. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to watch the movie for the rest. <laughs> yeah. So. Let's talk about this journal situation. Uh Um, uh Do you believe that you created the space for him in that journal? Like in your mind? What? (laughs) Hell yeah. You know who you're talking to? Okay, so what I did was um, I had knew all of the things. So let's just jump back a little second. So while I was going through my divorce, I was actually in my master's program, my second master's for counseling, because I knew it was on my life. I, I knew, you know, but I'm like, okay, maybe in a different capacity. So I'm going, I'm going to start down the counseling road, but it was like, okay, so you want a divorce or you want to be a counselor? Because I was a full-time stay-at-home mom at the time as well as a full-time student. 
So I'm like, all right, I'm going to just go ahead and cut it short. And I could pick this up anytime. But this divorce, though, I don't know how long it's going to linger over my head. So I got to cut it, call it quits. Um, so I knew pieces about like really writing down your thoughts and really being intentional. Um, and then I remember the Bible verse, um, write it down, make the vision plain, put it on the books. That's okay? in the Bible? Yeah, I know that. Yeah, you I gotta got, get my. Hold, let me get my listen, Bible, man. I'm listen, gonna have to circle that. One. Listen, God said, <laughs> write the the vision, make it plain. Okay, so I am pretty much manifesting the things that I want. So, mm. in addition to me just brain dumping and getting all my thoughts out, so that I could just function on a regular basis, right? I had to really start saying, okay, God, this is what I want because I didn't believe that I deserved what I was asking for. So. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm not even going to be self. I want this. I want him to look like this. I want this. I want all of the things, right? Because unfortunately, I wasn't physically attracted to my husband. So it caused me while I was going through my self-love journey and journaling to really be intentional about what I wanted. So it was like, okay, I don't want that again. So let me be specific. And it, it didn't even dawn on me, Emery, listen. It didn't even dawn on me until recently that everything that I asked God for, even though I know it because we say it all the time, whatever you ask God for, he'll give it to you, he'll provide you with. Right. But it didn't dawn on me until recently when I said, man, everything I ask God for, he provides, he comes through exceedingly and abundantly above all. So the things that I was used to repeating and saying, it became real because yeah. I was paying attention. That's okay. major. Yeah, man. That is major. And and so per, he does exist. I know this guy, you know, I've met him and dude is dope. Big shout out, Chocolate Brother. Um, yes. <laughs> so my, uh, his, name, his name is Chocolate Thunder. Get it right. <laughs> I'm never calling him that. But um, so here's the thing. Yo, listen. So I asked you that question because there's a lot of people right now that are getting into journaling that may not have been before. Getting into journaling, getting into writing it down and making it plain, you know, getting into really calling what they want to themselves. And I wanted you to just really touch on that because you experienced it already, yes. right? So some people may not believe that it works, right? Oh, yeah. So let me ask you this question. What are some of the ways that you watered that seed that you wrote down? So um, when I was dating, because, you know, I break down what dating is because so many people are confused on that. Um, when I was dating, which means I was going out with no suitors, no expectations, you know, no, I wasn't thinking we were together at the end of the day. It was just learning what I liked and what I didn't like. Right. So after those dates, you know, even guys that I may not have even thought that I would deal with just coffee or drink or, you know, um, going to the movies, not movies, because you can't talk at the movies, but anywhere I can have a conversation. <laughs> you can't talk at the movies um so it, they just want to get close anywhere that I could really pick someone's brain and have a conversation not an interview but a conversation um being intentional about those intentional about those words so if I would find that a guy was cooking for himself or doing the thing I'm like oh I like that I think I want that because sometimes I don't want to cook let me put that down right so as I'm building I'm, I had my list. Now, I, it wasn't done in all one day, and I just put it in there and was good. Now, I had took about two good pages and just was writing. And when I come back to it and think about, oh, let me, 
let me add that. Right. So really dating set the tone for me to really water that seed. So when I found like uh, other things that I liked, okay, let me explore upon it. Do I really like it? Or was it just a, cause he had it, you know right. what I'm saying? But no, I found out that I really did like it because I was actually putting in the work to figure out if I did or not. I liked it. I liked it. I liked it. So I, liked, that, I had liked it, did it. <laughs> so let, first let me just all right i should have told you this in the beginning when we get together we don't make no sense no we ain't got no sense we seem all serious but we ain't we yeah no serious i don't we not no especially us two together it's over it's a wrap <laughs> um you might I'm get about five minutes sometimes oh yeah we serious in sessions we, yeah we just but don't but put us in the same because I, I got them. you got to you got to yeah. um so my next question to you is, and this is probably the last relationship question specifically about your relationship that I have. So do you still continue to journal about the things you desire in your relationship? She about to pull out the journal. <laughs> so this is ongoing. So even when you get the thing you wrote about- I don't tell about, my clients to do nothing that I'm not doing or have not done myself. Because if I do that, then that is making me a hypocrite because I have never experienced something that I'm telling you to do. Wow. Period. Look at that. And she got the book on hand. I didn't tell her to do that, y'all. She did it on her no, own. No, you really asked. <laughs> and it's like right here, like. Right. Bing, bang, bong. Boom. But, but about. Boom. <laughs> so, bang, boom. Bang. So let's, let's, let's jump into um, something else, right? Let's jump into how love became your business mm, yes 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 what, how did love become your business right because you knew you wanted to help people you knew you wanted to work with people you were in school for counseling second masters um you know counseling people how did you know you wanted love to be your business um i would say because i worked really hard on me hear me i worked really hard on me and I had to during that process I had to realize that I'm a hopeless romantic and I love love but you got to remember this is coming from an ex-girl okay so it's like really one extreme to the other right but I was being real with myself like I love love and I realized that a lot of people do but we are so guarded. We don't want nobody to know. When I was an F girl, no, that was the whole purpose of me being an F girl because I didn't want nobody to know how sensitive I really was, right? right. So as I went through my journey, I'm like, oh, these are the steps that people need. Like if you are trying to do all of the things, like if you want a man, you got to know who you are. You have to show up as your authentic self. And the only way you can do that is if you break down your own walls to you, get naked with you, right? Um, I had realized like a lot of times I had shared my body with people that should not never have had it. But the one person I had never shared my body with was myself. Dang, you just write a song. You just yeah. wrote a song. You just wrote a whole song. Give me a song. melody. Give me a melody. Drop a beat. <laughs> All right, now we, we got to listen no seriously i'm in my head i'm hearing that and you know how i process things my brain is like dang everybody can get naked with somebody else who get naked with themselves? <laughs> yo wow 
Yo, if you remix I, that, yo. we want credit. If you remix this snippet, we want credit for that right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not you. I'm talking to whoever watching. If they right, remix this, right. we want we the royalties. <laughs> I want my sh- Okay. Yeah, so no, seriously. And so that right there really just had me like, dang, I can't even be, here it is, I'm giving of myself, not even understanding that how precious I really am, right? Not even understanding. So I'm like, if I can help other people, like this is something that they need to know. This is real. Men and women, what I started with women, I'm like, women, you got to know this. You got to know this. Like, let me, I just want to scream it from the rooftops. But as I'm working and learning, I had to realize, too, that I never felt like men had feelings. And there are so many women who feel that way. But I had to learn because I said, you know what? I think I know men. I I got them pegged. I know about a man. Nothing. Can I just say I really love your censorship? Like, you should work for radio because you really be catching them. And they be perfect, too. It's like enough. But not, but it don't go past that H. Boom, boom. So listen, <laughs> you just said some. You be says you just said something major because you know I don't know if y'all noticed or not, but I'm a man, right? And so <laughs> what had happened was we noticed. I'll be I'll be having feelings too, right? And so a lot of people do feel like men only want one thing, mm. and yeah, that's so far from the truth. Now, now let me let me preface that by saying that our some boys out there that only want one thing boys or even some toys. adult males but i call them boys i let them be boys those are still boys because you know you're looking to play now when you become a man it's when you're trying to settle down and it's not even necessarily settle down with a person just settle down in life be right. more intentional Anybody about who life is serious in life i had to I, I really process this anybody who is serious in life is looking to have a life partner because you are trying to elevate to the next level. And why not have two people who are on the same journey? Right. Why not? Absolutely. And I, and I, and I agree with that a hundred percent. And I think that when you, a lot of people start relationships before they figure out who they are. That's a fact. And then when That's you're a in fact. a relationship and you start to figure out who you are, now it's like, dang, how do I tell her then that they not who him, I want. Yeah. Or that I even know what I want now. Right. Like, damn, I can't, I, I, I said I do, but I don't. We play the game I, backwards. Right. Or maybe I do, but I'm not sure if I do anymore. Right. Like that. So this is where I'm building up to. This is, this is the alley-oop right here. Right. Okay. So when people get to the point in their relationship or before they get into a relationship that they like, you know what, let me make sure that I'm ready. Who should they call? Call me. What you mean? Coach hey, you hey. yes. Y'all can go on my website, com. And the reason why I named it The Dating Firm, because most people don't understand. So I'll, I'll break it down. I called it The Dating Firm because I feel like God dropped it in my spirit to know that it won't just be me. We're starting with me, but it won't be just me. So we're going to start with the dating firm. Okay. And I'm there. And, but what we cover at the dating firm is self-love and awareness coaching, because we have to start at the beginning. We're not going to jump in the middle. Cause if you come to me and you talk about, you know, relationship, I'm going to be real with you. You don't know you, you don't know you. So maybe we should start at the beginning. Um, then we also do dating uh, coaching, which we focus on either two things. One, you're in a relationship, or excuse me, you're ready to date. So we're preparing you for dating. 
or we are, you're dating someone and you need help navigating that situation because a lot of times people are ready. But like I said to you, even when I was ready, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what real looked like, you know, so I could have been playing games with somebody that was potentially my husband. Right. right. So you need to understand that. So it's like kind of your, your dating companion. Um, sorry if y'all can hear my little baby in the background. No, that's um, cool. And then we also do the relationship piece. Um, so like if you need some mediation, y'all going through something that, you know, you really can't really put your finger on and I want my way and she want her way or whatever, let's work it out. And then right. lastly, um, because I have been divorced, I do help with divorce coaching to get you through the process. You don't have to be alone. We is together. We together. All right. So now, unfortunately, you only work with women, right? No. <gasps> so oh, my main wow. focus, my main focus or my target target audience are women. However, there are men who would love to join, you know, or talk to me all the time. Um, men are just a little harder at accepting the fact that they need help, which you know. Because mm-hmm. um, you guys want to do everything on your own and keep making the same mistakes, but it's okay. I'm here. I'm here. I'm down for all the all the sh- <laughs> all the sh- yo. All right, well, <clears throat> that's our show, ladies and gentlemen. No, I'm just so, uh, <laughs> so that was that was that right there. I wanted y'all to understand before I even told y'all that you could work with her one on one or a couple, and and whatever. I needed y'all to understand who this person was, right? So now that we got that out the way, you know how to reach her. Let's dig into building the business. Tell me one of the biggest obstacles that you face when putting this whole sh together. <laughs> Honestly, it is the steps, like the the step by step. It's not me coaching. That's the easiest part of the business. But actually showing up to be disciplined and consistent and putting things in order as they should be. Like, please give small business owners. Black small business owners, give us a little bit of just some some grace because not only are we taking on clients and doing paperwork and, and being present for you guys, we have a whole other side of the business that really takes time. Being able to, I can't even tell you how many times I done had to come back to the drawing board and say, okay, I got to get it together. Um, and even asking for help and, and the, you know, being a full-time entrepreneur. And if some, some of us still have full-time jobs and like myself, I have a five month old baby, like you just need a moment, but I'm coming around the corner. I'm coming. Okay. But my consistency, it speaks volumes because I'm going to show up. I'm going to be there. You're going to see me. Um, but I'm taking, I, it is taking time, but I am definitely around for all of the sh- yeah, and see, uh, and I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, to, to really put the spotlight on that because, again, you knowing what to do, having the ability to do what you do, has absolutely nothing to do with your business structure, right? But okay. sometimes people can't question. find you. That was a great question. Well, I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? I pride myself yeah. on trying to find those sometimes. Yeah. Once in a while, I get it right. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I get it right. Yeah, but um, so. 
I said that because just spinning off of what she just said, she does this work from the spirit. This don't come from the degrees. This don't come from the the experience. You know, it comes from the experience of what she's been through, but it don't come from anything that you can teach. Right. And so being able to do this work while you're building the business is very important. A lot of people don't understand how you can be building it and fixing it on the fly. Like I shouted out Dennis Wilson um, on the last episode or the episode before last, because he put me in my place a couple months ago. It's like, dude, stop waiting for it to be perfect. Yeah. Stop waiting for it to be perfect. Yes. Yeah. And and he's, he's really, you know, he's like a fly on the wall in a lot of ways because he's watching you do all this stuff and you don't even know he's seeing it. That's a fact. You know, and then one day he pulled you aside, like, hey, uh, let me holler at you real quick. And then it's like, bam, this is what or I you just happened to be in his presence and he right. dropped rules. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And he waited till I was, you know, at the bar looking to get you. <laughs> it was like, and it was just a real conversation. And I'm like, dude, what? you would wait till I'm not able to respond properly to tell me everything I need to know. Thank you, man. But no, but um that is one of those things that I had to learn is like you said the grace give myself the grace right mm-hmm. that that's the thing i tell all my clients because i had to learn that i had to do that and then at some point sometimes you have to recalibrate back to the point where you were and he was a huge part of that recalibration for me because i was in a tough spot and i'm like man okay right now i probably shouldn't take no new clients because where i'm at right now i'm working through something let me finish getting through this so then I can help them through this. So, and it was just a reassurance that I needed at that moment. And it just so happened to be, you know, Oak Room opened up one of those Saturdays. It was probably the second Saturday they opened up and it was early. So not many people were there. You're not often going to get in, in Oak Room and get a conversation, a full conversation with Dennis, with Dennis on a Saturday. Right. So it just was aligned that way. And so I said that to basically acknowledge the fact that your website is being redeveloped. Mm-hmm. Don't matter. Hit her up. Your business is being revamped. Don't matter. Hit her up. Yeah. You do this work because this is who you are, not what you are. Correct. So I just want y'all to know, like, you may not be able to book on the website because the website's being updated. You may not be able to get it the, the uh, you know, whatever conventional way, but you're going to get it. You're going to yes. get it. And this person, she, she means business. I don't, she don't play. No, you can it, also tell you no. Listen, you could text me too, 716-486-9820. Okay. Cause I'm like I said, I'm around. I'm on Facebook, Sheena R. Felder, Coach Sheena, also Instagram, um, Coach Sheena Felder. I'm here. I'm Just definitely very much present. She is gonna trap you. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so yeah, so quite quite often um I see you know, a question come out there and you never really know who really is looking for. Um, when people answer questions, it's either A, they're looking to be affirmed mm-hmm. or they're looking for understanding of mm-hmm. what they don't know. And so I look at those answers and I'm like, wow, look at all these clients. Mm-hmm. Look at all these clients. Mm-hmm. She <laughs> look at all these clients in here. And, mm-hmm. um, but I love it because you keep the people engaged and you keep them thinking about love. Yes. Right. And a lot of those questions are very leading questions. And you may even put in there something that is absolutely, you know, it's, it's a complete contradiction. Yeah. But it's on purpose. Yes. To let you see that how you've been thinking is jacked up. Correct. 
And I love that. So I want to talk about the mindset that has to go into being a relationship coach. I would honestly say it's kind of like being a teacher or being a parent. You have to realize that the thing that you are dealing with, you've been through too, but you can't neglect that person's feelings because where they where they are is genuinely what they feel, you know? And it's really the lack of knowledge that, or lack of awareness in which they have that makes them make the decisions that they make, right? right. So I think that seeing someone as vulnerable, because to come to somebody and say, I really need help, you have to have a certain level of vulnerability. And right. to choose me is like, thank you so much. Like, I'm, I'm really down for you. I'm really, we together. Like, I really just want to help, you know? And, and seriously, and it's been, I've been through all the lessons where I had to stop, like, saying stuff to my friends and whoever else, because all I want to do is help. But sometimes when people are not ready, it could look like something else. Um, but as it pertains to me sitting there talking to somebody about a relationship, some of the things that I always say is, I can't make you do it. I'm here to listen. I'm here to help you get your goals. I can give you all the answers in the world, but if you don't put in that work, nothing's going to change. I tell my clients, as soon as I give them homework, listen, make me no difference if you do it one way or another. But the person it is going to hurt is you. Right. That sounds a lot like a teacher, man. Like you said, that sounds a lot like a teacher. And I think that we, um, in this space that we're in, we are in that place of, of being able to, we're really pulling the greatness out of people, right? We're we're helping them find that greatness and really focus on that greatness and shift their focus to their greatness. So I love that you shared that perspective. Um, I got a couple more questions for you and this one, you know, this one, this one might make you tear up a little bit. So I hope you're ready. Okay. Um, if you could be any cartoon character <laughs> from any generation, who would it be and why? Oh my god. Uh, a cartoon character. Mm-hmm. From any generation. Yes. Who would I be? Yes, she's buying time, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. I don't like that you asked me that. I told you it's going to hurt your feelings. Listen, because I'm over here, I'm really pondering, like, because I'm trying to be deep, like, oh, shoot, what do I say? Um, No, nah, I want this. I don't even want this to be deep. Oh, just. <laughs> just, yeah, uh, who you identify with. That's deep, my nigga, that's deep. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> oh, shoot. When we come back to it? No, because. You know I got ADHD, right? Um, <laughs> I do want to talk about that after this as well. That's another question. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. A cartoon character. Who I want to be? Who I, you know. I would say. I would say, do you remember, was it the, uh. Starlight, star bright. What was the girls? 
the oh man i know what you're talking about starlight star oh they were able to jim jim the girl if the yeah so you know how they would be like one way right and they were transformed they would be the rock stars and yes. they transform yes that is me because i'm gonna transform some sh- okay and i got multiple personalities so that's me all day okay yeah because i'm a mom out here and i you know some women cook and then some women cook microwavable stuff or air fry i'll be cooking right you cooking yeah i'm meal prep for the, to the next show next episode i'm meal prep for the king you know what i mean i i be i be doing this right but then i'm gonna also be switch it up relationship coach whatever else I, you know whatever hat i gotta have right. so yeah jim yep i like that thank okay. you okay i appreciate that now my next question and i add another question in there as well um, you spoke very openly about um, ADHD recently mm-hmm. on Facebook, and you be watching. I be. I told you, man. You know, I be. Listen, you think I'm a not C? I'm a C. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you spoke very openly about that, and one of the things that you made very clear was that you understood how it impacted the way you were able to show up in your life and in your business, mm-hmm. and some of those things, I think that a lot of people need to really evaluate. So can you share um, a couple of ways you knew you needed to look into that? Um, so one thing, if, okay, so this is when it became very apparent. So I had found, I was at a planning meeting. One of my friends, because I have a great circle, one of my friends um, who's an entrepreneur, we sitting down and we were going to go over like the strategy of um I don't know what part excuse me a business it was I can't even remember but we were a planning session and I had found out that I was pregnant with my daughter and when I say I couldn't even come back from that I couldn't even and it wasn't even a it wasn't funny like I just couldn't even process it and move on like okay okay so it is great okay let's get this work done I couldn't even I was like stuck and I had those moments often like if I was to get stuck I would be stuck like it I couldn't dig myself out Mm. and I'm like this is not normal right and then my best friend would always say to me yo dude you got ADHD but like as a joke like we laughing about it but I forget that sometimes she'll be serious about something and she'll stay in a laughing manner. But one day I was just like, okay, I can't focus for anything. And then I seen a TikTok. And I'm not a dirty person by no means, but this TikTok was just like of a lady and she was like washing dishes. And then she stopped because she saw something that needed to go over near the desk, stopped washing dishes midway, went over to the desk to put away the scissors or whatever it was. Then she seen something else, redirected, went and wiped off the table. Like, and I'm just like, oh my God, that's my life. And it, but it wasn't funny. It was funny, like ha ha ha, but it was like, oh my goodness. Right. This shit is me. Like for real, for real. Like I, it was like an eye-opener 
an epiphany and I was like oh my I like let me do my research so I started researching more because no one ever thinks to ask the question maybe somebody but not in my thoughts you know even what happens to the kids who had ADHD as they become adults like how do they manage that like never even the thought so I'm like okay let me do my research let me take a couple tests let me do what I need to do and when it came back mild to, to moderate I was like oh hell yeah thank you Thank you, because now I know I can go and research what I need to do to show up as my best self to get to where I need to get so that I can do all the things that I want to do. But that that really just like, yeah, it's funny, like ah, ADHD, but nah, right. seriously, if it wasn't for my diagnosis, I think I would still be kind of treading water a little bit as far as the business. So that that is, again. Sheena gets real. Sheena gets real. <laughs> Sheena shares. Sheena is is transparent. And when I saw that post, it really resonated with me because I have always felt that right about myself. But I, I had to find ways to really deal with it. And I researched it years ago, but I did it real quietly because I wasn't even really sure. Right. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know what? Let me just test out some of these things people are saying to do. And it worked for me. But I'm also a creative mm-hmm. and most majority of creatives, musicians, artists, painters, thinkers, poets, writers, there's a certain level of ADHD or ADD you have to actually have to process the world in the way you do. Like it's, it's built into who you are. And so I'm just like, man, it's just because I'm a creative. Right. So I never even really addressed it. And then when I saw you posted about it, I'm like, yo, what is that link? that you did that test on because did you, did you do it did you get it i shared it with someone else who i knew was struggling with that so i did um i did get the link and i went ahead and shared it with somebody else but Good. um because they was you know i watched the tiktok video that you had talked about with the lady and i'm like yo i know someone like that let me share this with them so they could really see if this is something that they want to you know look into but the reason i was bringing that up is because that's very difficult sometimes for people to be that transparent especially when you're supposed to be a expert in your field right Mm -hmm. a lot of times we avoid looking like we don't got it together should i don't but (laughs) but but the thing about that is that made other people want to get it together yes and it also and it also gave more validity to who you are and what you do and how far you're willing to go to make sure that you're doing this work. Yes. So I appreciate that. As you say that, I'm I'm dope. I'm a dope chick. I must That's admit my... that myself. Yes. You thanks. can't say, I'm supposed to say that. You That's can't. Gonna, say... I don't even care. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna you pat know. myself on the back. Yeah, she just violated rule number one on my <laughs> show. You can't call yourself dope on my show. <laughs> so, but no, you are dope. You are dope. And Thank I appreciate you. that because. Again, as we share, as we become more transparent, we are really, really, really helping other people. So I'm very excited that you did that. And, um, you know, I recently wrote a book and I got real transparent in my book. Good, because you be having a lot of stuff to say, but then you get a little quiet. But yeah, good job on the book. Listen, so let me explain what she just tried to, you know, say real quick in there, up in there. Um, So. I do speak openly a lot of times. However, um, 
I believe that there is a time and a place for that for me only because of what it opens up for me to do so, Mm -hmm. right? And those conversations need to be facilitated in certain ways that I'm able to actually help people, right? Sometimes when I'm doing that, I'll I'll share in like a group of, of men, right? I'll share in a group of people. And some of those stories um, really don't make it to public just yet because- And it's understandable. But it's no, understandable. But, but I want to address that because they are coming. They are coming. They I have be. a lot of stuff that is coming that- They better you know, be. But I want to help my guys first. I want to help should. the guys. Definitely. That, so you there's know, a we've... group of people that I work with regularly that they're guys looking to be better. And I share that with them. And sometimes when you share stuff with everybody, the people who you need to talk to look at the responses and they're like, oh, I ain't even getting involved. I ain't even getting engaged. And it's very easy for men to get closed back up. It's hard for us to open up. And when we do open up, we want to know that that's protected, that's respected, that's nurtured, right? Yeah. And even from another person, even from another guy. So um, you want to be able to feel that and know that this is really, you know, going to be placed in the right space. So that's why some of those things I talk about, I kind of keep it to my groups because if I say something and then it gets dragged, they not going to want to talk. They're not going to want to talk. So there's a certain strategy to that. So I do, you know, I do understand and appreciate that you know that about me um, because you know a lot of my stuff. So, you know, I feel like one day if I don't do it, I got to do it because if I don't do it, she's going to do a book. She's going to write a book about what she know about me. (laughs) Let me tell um, you what this dude did not say. Let me tell you. (laughs) So, but no, um, so I I definitely want to thank you for, again, just being um, very vocal about the things that, that make you better, honestly. You know, so... Um, the last two questions I got for you are one piece of advice that you have for people who are looking to make a transition in their lives from either corporate to non um, corporate to entrepreneurship or adding entrepreneurship to their nine to five, um, changing careers, jumping into a passion. One piece of advice that you would want to give to them. I would say in everything, um, if you're not religious and you don't talk to God or God is not, you know, your focus, your spiritual being, whatever that is, you really need to sit down and ask yourself or talk to that person or that higher being and really just get out what it is that you want. Like say it, put it in your journal, say it to the higher power, put it out there. But I would definitely say be specific and how you want to transition, how you want to move. Because a lot of times for myself, for example, um, I said, this was my last job ever working for somebody. I said that, and that's what happened. But I didn't say how I got let go. You know, um, they eliminated my position. Um, So I'm, you know, it was like, okay, well now sink or swim, let's go, right? So I would say definitely, try to make a plan and be specific on how you want to get out of that thing in transition. Because when it happens, if you just say, oh, I just want to be an entrepreneur. You want to sell newspapers. Listen, <laughs> do you want to be a broke entrepreneur? Do you want to have some kind of something that's funny? Like you got to be specific. And I would definitely say the struggle is a great struggle, but it's, it's if you don't have nobody supporting you, honey, you want to be able to support yourself. Right. 
Absolutely. I love that. And my last, uh, it's really not a question. If you watch my show, you know what I'm about to ask you to do. You kind of did it earlier, but I'm going to make you do it again. Um, what information do you want to leave with the people, right? How do you want them to reach out to you, contact you, all that good stuff? Tell them, tell them, tell them. Yes. So right now you can definitely go to the website, uh, www.thedatingfirm.com. Also, you can text me at 716-486-9820. I am on Instagram, Coach Sheena Felder, and I am on Facebook, Sheena R. Felder. Um, Google me if you like, or go on social media. Or go to the dating firm on Facebook. I'm around. Okay. I'm around. Well, hit, me up. hit her up. Hit her on the hip. real one. <laughs> Yo, listen, Zena, thank you so much for um, well, just you. coming through and, and giving me some ammunition with the law part. Um, I didn't know that. So I'm never going to let you so live that down. <laughs> I can already see Lashina. Oh yes, oh yes, yeah. I'm changing your name yes. on my phone. Don't do that. I'll, you won't know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> okay. So, but thank you for coming through. Thank you for taking time out of your super busy schedule to just really meet with me and kick it with me. Um, it's been it's definitely overdue, but um, I'm glad that you were able to share this with the people who are watching and listening. And if you are watching and listening, you now know all the ways to contact Sheena. And understand that I would not recommend her if I did not think you'd be in great hands. Yes. And I thank you for that. Thank you so very much. Oh, we come a long way. We, and we, got, so, we got so so far to go. Come on. But it's a beautiful journey, though. It is. It's a beautiful it journey. And I'm, and I'm really excited to, to see what, you know, what comes next for both of us. So um, with that being said, everybody watching and listening find your greatness it's in there somewhere if you can't find it hit one of us up we're gonna help you get it out of there all right stop holding it hostage though yes don't do that (laughs) don't do that but so um again as always thank you for watching thank you for listening subscribe follow whatever you're listening on or watching on hit them buttons it does help and you know go check her out follow her if you ain't following me i don't know what you're doing um but be dope (laughs) be dope and be great Peace. Peace.